Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Three years into the drug war, and now even authorities are admitting things have gotten worse. Pidea offers a brave face and an explanation. Senators say they have strong reservations regarding the 3.7 trillion peso budget. So why did they sign off on it? We discuss. As we continue to celebrate National Women's Month, we check up on a sector that is dominated by females, domestic work. The National Book Development Board is gearing up for April. National Literature Month is coming up, and the celebrations this month will come in a form you may not expect. Yan po ang headlines. I'm Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Three years into his violent, bloody war on drugs, President Rodrigo Duterte says that the drug problem in the Philippines has actually gotten worse. Thousands of users, pushers, and critics say innocent people have died, but it seems drugs continue to make it to the Philippines. Authorities now say foreign cartels are taking advantage of porous border controls and weak, corrupted systems. Which foreign groups? The Philippine Drug Enforcement Agency Director General Aaron Aquino says four major foreign drug cartels are now operating in the country. Here is Mr. Aquino at a recent event to promote drug-free hotels, bars, condos, restaurants, and villages. Chinese drug cartel, sila ang responsibility sa pagtatayo ng Shabu Laboratory sa ating bansa. Ang Mexican drug syndicate, Nai-involve sila sa pagpapadala ng droga through airports. More or less 1 billion na worth of drugs na ang pasok na nila since 2016. Tinatago nila ito sa mga canned goods, sa mga toys, misan sa image ni Jesus Christ. There are African drug syndicates too, Aquino said. Ito po yung mga nag-ooperate na aasawahin ng Pinay o kaya i-girlfriend yung Pinay, and eventually, gagawing drug courier or drug mule hanggang mahuli yung Pinay sa ibang bansa. At yung pang-apat na pinaka-notorious ngayon, yung Golden Triangle Drug Syndicates. Sila po ang nag-aangkat ng illegal na drugs sa ating open coastlines, mga unguarded islands. Pinapasok nila ang drugs sa seaports, sa airports, Sa dark web, ito po, nauuso po ngayon ito, yung dark web. So to recap, that is cartels from China, Mexico, Southeast Asia, and Africa all continuing to befuddle one of the most notorious and controversial anti-drug campaigns in the world. 
Mr. President, I affix my signature with strong reservations. My attestation is limited only to those approved by the Bicameral Conference Committee and ratified by both Houses of Congress. In particular, it is my view that it is unconstitutional that 75 billion worth of programs, projects under the local infrastructure program of the Department of Public Works and Highways was funded through internal realignments. That was Senate President Tito Soto at a press conference announcing his signing of the 2019 General Appropriations Bill. In the end, Soto basically agreed to disagree with the House on what to do with the national budget proposal and in particular with a supposed insertion of 75 billion pesos in alleged discretionary funds or pork barrel as Filipinos say. Here is Soto explaining why he relented despite his, quote, strong reservations. We are sending the enrolled bill now to the president as is. Ang kinikwestiyon lang naman namin would be what, 2 to 3 percent of the budget? So might as well um, approve it. Critics point out that 2 to 3 percent of the 3.7 trillion peso budget is still 75 to 112 billion pesos that could have been earmarked for other things and in a more transparent way. The questioned allocations could be more than twice the price tag of the Manila subway project, for example. It is also just 10 billion pesos short of the allocation needed to give a promised increase in the salaries of civil servants. On the other hand, if the impasse drags on, it will deal a big blow to the economy. NEDA says the country would only grow 6.1 to 6.3% this year if the country continues to operate on a reenacted budget that is substantially lower than the government GDP growth target of 7 to 8%. By signing the budget bill, Soto has now passed the buck to President Rodrigo Duterte. Even the palace says the president reserves the right to either approve the budget or veto line items or the budget altogether. For now, we wait as the president alone now faces the same dilemma. Approve a budget with controversial last-minute rule-breaking tampering, as the senators allege, or hamstring his own infrastructure and development program for 2019. As Women's Month draws to a close, we ask, how are our kasambahays doing? There are close to 70 million domestic workers worldwide, including millions of Filipinos. While drivers, gardeners, and butlers are part of this number, the majority of those in this sector are women. In fact, according to the International Labor Organization, one in 25 women workers worldwide is a domestic worker. And while their services make the lives of the families they work for better, they themselves have to grapple with low wages, long hours, and even abuse. Here is Domestic Workers Union leader Novelita Palisok giving a TEDx talk in January. I started off as a domestic worker in the Philippines. In eight years, I had two employers. Neither of them treated me well. The food was bad, and of course, my employer didn't pay any social benefits. 
My second employer, though, was worse. Still long hours, no social benefits, and certainly no overtime. The sexual harassment began. My employer husband forced me to watch pornographic movies with him, so I never felt safe with him. So I quit the job. My next job was even worse. I went to the Gulf to look after the child, but the parents owned the cleaning agency, so they hired me out as a cleaner, laundry worker, school janitor, and even bus conductor. They took half of my wages. They made me work long hours, and I got little food to eat. Why did I stay? Because I had no option. I need to finish my contract to be able to get my exit visa. Now back in the Philippines, Palisok heads a union to fight for the rights of domestic workers. They educate their members who are now better able to negotiate with their employers. They can ask for more days off, receive social benefits, and stop sexual harassment. Meanwhile, the government reminds employers to heed the Kasambahay law, abide by the minimum wage, allot at least one day off a week, and give them social benefits and 13th month pay, among other things. In 2015, a presidential proclamation declared April National Literature Month. Filipino youth say they read about 34 hours a month. For adults, it's about 32 hours a month. That is mostly for printed books and e-books. All well and good, but this year, the National Book Development Board thinks reading can and should be even more inclusive, so their focus on this coming National Literature Month is to bring reading to the visually impaired. Here is the National Book Development Board's Debbie Nieto. Mahalaga, I mean, sobrang halaga na payabungin pa yung production ng uh, e-books saka conversion ng um, kung ano existing ng um, printed format into um, hindi lang e-books kundi iba pang, iba pang formats tulad ng audiobooks saka uh, formats na accessible to visually impaired um, people. Yung um, partnership namin with, intellect, with the Intellectual Property Office of the Philippines, so IPOFIL, so magkakaroon ng series of activities at ang isa doon ay aksyonan na yung parang moving forward na sa Marrakesh Treaty na um, ito yung pagpo-provide ng yun nga, accessible na formats for visually impaired people. Tapos kailangan mo-provide sa kanila ito ng, ng libre the Marrakesh Treaty makes the production and international transfer of books for blind or visually impaired people easier. According to the World Intellectual Property Organization, this is done and encouraged by revising and updating copyright laws so protected printed words can more easily be adapted to new audio formats. Before we let you go, here's something you need to know. The MMDA has started implementing its no-window-hours policy. That means vehicles violating the daily number coding scheme will no longer be able to travel during the quote-unquote window hours of 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. The MMDA will be monitoring Mabuhay lanes and national roads. Violators will be apprehended immediately. You have been warned. <laughs> 
At yan po ang Puma Podcast. For the latest episode, subscribe on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. Don't forget to follow Puma Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Maraming maraming salamat po. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.